Good morning, Rabboisai. Lili Nushmasimi Marosi Ruspas Mordechai. Hayoim, Hamishu Shloishim Yoim, Shehem Hamishosh of Wois Boimer, or Loimer. Sponsored for the Bar Mitzvah of Zevi Resnik of Cedarhurst. Today's is Boy Bayoim. He's Messiah Shisha Sidre Mishnah. Also, Lili Nishmas, the Heiligi Yidin we lost in Miron on Thursday. I have a picture of this tzaddik. Zevi. Here he is. No, just, of course, I have to throw one. Here, do you believe in New York? <laughs> the cutout, the bobblehead cutout. Shemirachim. Okay. Baruch they didn't make me schlep it back there. Just wrong. He's, I'm walking on water. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Evi with the with the merch, beautiful stuff. All right, sponsored by Mordechai Sapaznik, Mazech and Ishmael, my grandfather Rabbi Yisrael Aryeh Sapaznik, Rabbi Yisrael Aryeh Ben Rebbe Avrom Yishayo, the friend of the my grandfather, we made the for the entire mishpacha, and all of Klai Yisrael. Dedication for the holiness shamas of Miron tragedy, and refuah shleimah for all the injured. There's another sponsor. Fourth sponsor. The Mac Brothers is Chus Rufur Shlema for the grandfather, Shmo Yitzchok Ben Malko, who is currently in the ICU. Rufur Shlema. Baruch Hashem, I, I didn't see any... Uh, any of those videos that I didn't want to see, Baruch Hashem. But there was a video that made me cry, shed a couple of tears, and I took a still shot of that video I want to share with you. This is the video. It's a line of people waiting to give blood. They got like 2,500 uh, blood uh, thing. But in the line you see, Datilumi, Haredi, Chiloni, women, men, all standing there to do the chesed, to give. And I thought it was amazing. Uh, we shouldn't have to do the chesed in those situations. We should be, there should be a havas chinam at all times. Be'ez Hashem will take it from there to our entire life. <clears throat> in this week's Ami magazine, I opened it up. And I was reading through it. This is a great article about Morcha Shapiro, correct. I was at his concert, he's a great guy. Um, but at, I'm saying at the end of the article, all of a sudden I noticed there's another article. Look at this. So I'm trying to tell you, this is an ad for MDY. What's cool about it is that there's an email I read this week from the guy from Gibraltar. I hope they asked him permission. Well, whatever, it's too late now. So when you send in an email, it's dangerous. You might make it to the Ami magazine. What? Yeah, you lose all rights. And even if you say anonymous, you lose your rights. Here's the one that's probably not going to make it. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is uh, from Zevi's father. I brought Zevi with me to the Siom in the Five Towns. Zevi started with the Amen Adaf. When it slowed down, Reed took a break from producing. He had to stop. In the meantime, see, that was a trick. A lot of people, they stopped getting the eight minutes, so they went to the regular share. 
Spend the last plus five years learning Shisha Sidri Mishnah. It took him five years. Unbelievable. And he'll be Messiah tonight. So Mazel Tov, Zevi, May Resnick is the father. Jack Ehrenhouse says, Thank you for inspiring Daily Da. Very much appreciate your hard work. We make it happen. Chumash Vayikro. Zois Hachayo Asher Toichlu. Says Rashi, the Torah teaches us that Moshe held up each animal and showed it to the nation, saying, This can this you can and this you can't eat. Every species of fish, all types of birds. And this, this might be the source of showing all the types of animals to the Kohen Gadol before Yom Kippur to get him familiar with the law. Just my thought, Jack. And one more, quickly. Actually, you know, let's do this one. This, uh, people were wondering who this tzaddik in Kiristir, who is he, what, he, what does he look like? Is this him? This is him. Here he is with his Gemara. Incredible what it says there. Hi, this became a new thing last night also. Eli Hatzadik. I really enjoy. Sh- I just, okay. <laughs> Started this Masechta. I live in Kirsteria, hungry near the grave of the Holy Tzadik, Reb Shaila. Hashem, I received the Gemara today. I'm here five years without Svarim. I don't know what that means exactly. He went five years without Sfarim. At age 60, I worry I'll be, I wouldn't be Zoyach to finish the Shev. Bez Hashem, I can now dig in again. I'm formerly from RBS. I'm a happy Jew now. Rochas to all of you involved in the Shir, Nisan Alevi Kinstein. And he writes that he brings Kvitlach to the caver, but it didn't print out exactly. But if somebody wants, I guess send it to Yosef. I'll get you the, the address. All right. Waisai, we are holding it off Chof Aleph. Today, is 20 daf into Shas. It's unbelievable. Today we're going to be finishing our first parak in Yuma. Did I say Shas? Yuma. Well, every mission is a new Masechta. Every Masechta is a new Shas. For some people that they started with Yuma, it's the beginning of Shas for them. It doesn't necessarily have to start in Brachas. And Lamaisa, Yuma did not disappoint so far. We're, it's Kishmak and Masechta. Everything's flowing beautifully. So, says the Gemara holding, Omar Rav Yehuda, Omar Rav, like six lines down, from top of Chof Aleph, Omid Aleph. Nusogi, Bishosh Yisrael, Oilim Leregel, when Klai Yisrael went Aliyah Leregel to the Besamikdash, Oimdim Tzvufim Umishtachavim Revachim. Very famous line. Klai Yisrael stood Tzafuf Tzafuf. Packed in like sardines, but when they bowed down, everything opened up for them, and everybody had four amas. Why? Rashi says each one would be misvad and say the vidui and say all that various that they did, and it was embarrassing. They didn't want their friends to hear, so they had all that space. Tzofuf, uh, I thought this was an amazing Rashi. You have to see inside Rashi over here. Rashi says, Tzvufim Lashen Tzof, a Lashen of floating. And I learned this on Shabbos and I, I was uh, shooken up by this Rashi. Look what Rashi says. It reminded me of Miron. I spoke to Bachram that were there and you get lifted off the ground. You have no power of your own. Literally, the feet come off the ground and you just go in a wave. That's what Rashi says there. Raglov nitolim me'al ha'aretz. 
That's how many people were there. Yet, there's a major nace. When it comes to, to Gdusha, there's no limitation of space, and everybody had their own space. I have to say, once I'm here, and I mentioned it earlier, but I know that it was Rabbi Avram Weisfish, his son was here yesterday. His other son, Shmuley, is a big part of the shir. He's not bar mitzvah yet. He's in high school in England. And I remember he told me this is his favorite story, so I have to say, Lekavad Shmuley. On Yom Kippur, two years ago, I was in the Churva. You all know the story, but the new guys don't. I was in the Churva, it's Nusach Agra, and um, I had the unpleasant opportunity to go to the restroom in the basement of the Churva. And there was a backup. And there was a lot of liquid on the floor. Not very pleasant liquid. And all the grunics, according to the grunics, you do not wear slippers. I am Kipper. But people had to go to the bathroom. So you go to the bathroom. I saw people stepping in, let's just call it yellow liquid. And fine. Now, I was very excited. This is going to be the first time in my life I'm going to be doing one of these. First time ever. Full, down, on all four. And they take turns, half and half. So, I get down on all four. I'm about to say, and all of a sudden, poof, right in my face. A soggy sock. One of the worst experiences of my life. It went from... That's it. That's the nace. <laughs> they didn't have to go to the bathroom. There's no such thing. But anyway, wow. Okay. <laughs> now you understand why it's Shmuley Weiss's favorite story? Another Maisie Karen Wright Nachman. It's going in there. Okay. Wow. Wow. V'nim shochem achadisrei amo achore beisakapores. Uh-oh. Where's my stick? No stick today? Listen. Oh, here it is. Raboisai, here it is. Up here, Gary. Shkoyach Gary, special cameraman. He gets more emails than I get. So please stop panning this way. Why do you do that? You have no idea. I'm not, I'm not showing you many of them. Right over here, there's 11 Amma from the end. This is Kodesh Kodashim. Hey, Chal, you go in here. Kodesh Kodashim is 20 by 20. Right behind there, there's an empty spot. Between the, the Heichal, the whole building, and the, the rest. 11 Amah, 22 feet. Says the Gemara, By the way, I saw a pshat that, Why didn't Takaj Baruchu just make a nace that everybody has four Amas all day long? Why did it have to be like sardines and then open it up? I forgot who says it. Maybe no one remembers. Remember? Um... There's a Gemara in Brachas, Davav, all the way in the beginning, when we, whoever started Shas for sure remembers this Gemara. Igra the Kala de Chika, the schar of going to a shir and not understanding what's flying, just going, is everybody's pushed like a sardine. So Baruch wanted to give Kleisro that schar also of being a sardine. And then when necessary, it opened up. Zogdi Gemara, Maika Omar. So what's the Gemara's cash here? Just to explain it nicely. Maika Omar. Why do people have to be over here in the Levin Amma? But it's more than why. If they're bowing down, they, everybody should be right over here, facing the Heichal, going in. Everybody should be bowing down to the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Why are people behind the Kodesh HaKadoshim facing the opposite way? 
Says the Gemara, you're right. And we're talking about Yisrael. So think about it. I don't know if you could see. Yeah, you could. This is Ezra's Yisrael right over here. We said there's 11 Amma. This is where Klai Yisrael could stand if you're in Yisrael. This is where the Kohanim are doing all the Avoidah. But on Yom Kippur, Klai Yisrael made it over here. The, the Yisraelim, that is. They made it to this 11 Amma. So they're here. That's where they're standing. But when they bow down, they actually came around and they all fit into this area right here. This 22 Amma, we said this from this wall to this wall, they all stood right in here. The Yisraelim. There's one of the ten Nisim that's brought down in the Mishnah Novas, the Snan. It says in Novas. A woman would not lose her pregnancy based on the smell, the beautiful, the unbelievable, enticing smell of the Besara Kodesh. I don't know if we have time for another Maisa. It's not such a great Maisa. This cannot make it into a book. Don't tell anybody the story. But I was once, uh, I borrowed my brother-in-law's car. He had a Camaro back in the day. It's like a, it looks like a Corvette, but it's much less expensive. And uh, I went to the famous... Um, Burger joint in Chicago to get myself a burger buddy. Ken's Diner. And I'm going down McCormick at about 100 miles an hour. Flying back home. I want it nice and hot. And a cop pulls me over. So I said, officer, I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. You got me. I was speeding. But what should I do? My wife, she had a craving. She needed this burger. And I pulled out the burger. He goes, you know what? Okay, you can go. My wife wasn't pregnant. But... Uh, I didn't want to pay for the thing, whatever. No, I never said this. It, cut, cut. <laughs> now. <laughs> That's in chapter four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen. I still say that. Those were the day, back in the day. Yeah. And the meat never spoiled. Even if it didn't make it onto the Mizbeach for whatever reason, it didn't spoil. If you live in Eretz Yisrael, you know that this is the greatest of all the Nisim. The flies in Eretz Yisrael, I believe, have more chutzpah than the flies in America. I'm serious. You, you swat it away, it comes right back. So It's like a different breed over here. And not to have any... any any flies in this area, this base Hamid Bukhayim, right here with all the, the rings in the floor and all the tables and the, the not to have a single fly. Uh, Vendel Jones. Vendel Jones. Yeah. He found the original Kitayr that were against the Wow. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to die if you burned the tires or whatever. And then nine months later, he died. Nine months later. <laughs> this story is, I don't know about this story. They say about Ramosha Feinstein that he was in the, in the bungalow colony and the bacher had like a, like a cup of soda or whatever. And the flies kept coming. It was bothering him. So Ramosha Feinstein grabbed the cup and the flies, whatever. Mice is like that. Gdoilim don't have flies. A real, 
All the 830 years, right? There's never a carry for the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, not to embarrass him. Oimer is the carbon that we bring on the second day of Pesach in order to eat the new crop. And they only would harvest the amount needed for the Oimer. And then that allowed them to harvest more. So, if there was a problem with the lechem, with the oimer, they couldn't do it again. You can't harvest on yantif. You can't cut the wheat. It was too late even. The same story with the lechem on shvuas, the two breads of shvuas. Ube lechem aponim. We have it. Might as well show it. You mean they should have done more? I don't know if they had rishus to do more. You don't have rishus for, but you don't have right to. to and even if they did, what they should make another another batch. When you're not allowed to, just in case. Lechem yeah. upon him. This is lechem upon him every week. Now, if something went wrong with the lechem upon him, that's it. The, the shulchan sat empty for an entire week because you could only make it on Friday. No, it never happened, says. That was one of the nisim. Lechem upon him. And this is the nais that we're talking about over here. They stood like sardines, but when they were bowing down, they had a lot of room. There are a lot of scorpions in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim area. And you all know about my Akrov. There's enough stories today, but I was just thinking because when Tzvi uh, Adler gave me a scorpion, a live scorpion, and it got lost in my house. Like I have the box, like it came in a box, but the scorpion disappeared. We never found him. For months, we were always worried. But he told me, don't worry. He showed me a video of him going out here with his children. He lifted up a rock. There's like five scorpions just scattered away. So the scorpions all over the place. Nevertheless, in Yerushalayim, there's never any damage from a scorpion. Now, notice that we're talking about the Beis HaMikdosh, and we just shifted to Yerushalayim. From all the people of the Eulari Golem that came up, to Yerushalayim, no one ever complained that he's hungry or that his bed is kind of tight. So they put him in a little closet somewhere. Nobody, everybody had enough room. I saw a Gavaldika. What? The Nasus didn't complain. Nobody, nobody fetched. Everybody's like happy. It's a Gishmaka bed. It's a pretty big Nase. But the Ram Shiv says a Gishmaka of a good chap. He says that this Nase only happened to Sadiqim. But nobody complained, because if you complain, they tell other people, you're not a tzaddik. <laughs> Ooh. It's like here, like, we have Ravacha, Ravacha. Before we left for, uh, for COVID, it was kind of tight. Now, it's the same amount of people, but we just have more space. Don't. You tell me, Nisim, about Beisam Migdash, and now all of a sudden, you, you bring me... Two things that have to do with Yerushalayim. No scorpions, and people had enough room. There are two more nisim. Where's my mizbeach? Oh, here it is, sorry. Here, get me my mizbeach, please. Somebody. It's heavy stuff. Here. Atziyamarocha is right here. If it rained, the fire never went out. In Atziyamarocha. Ba'ashalamarocha. Even though 
remember the vart. What's the vart? I really don't. This, the, um, the smoke, the pillar of smoke went up straight. It was beautiful, nice and straight. The Gemara is going to say that it's not exactly like that, but it's still a beautiful nice. And that's it. What's the vart? Remind me. Maybe say it because I don't know it. Rain. It, no, I don't remember. No, that what? Ray represents Parnasa. And the fire is? Eshat Torah. And if you do the Torah, you'll never have... No, not that. No, I thought it was much better later on. We're going to say much better. The same thing, the same thing, a different one. That what? That Parnasa never overtook the consistency of Torah. Torah is consistent. Parnasa never overtook them. Okay, great. Now, it happens to be that if you open up Mesechus Avas, these two things actually appear in the Mishnah. These two Nisim. And only afterwards, it says the two of Yerushalayim. All the way at the end of the Mishnah, it says the two things of Yerushalayim. So in fact, the Mishnah, if you're reading the Mishnah, you'll see 12. You, what's going on here? Why are there 12 Nisim? 10 in the Beis HaMikdash, 2 in Yerushalayim. That's the Gemara Vesuleko. Vatani Rav Shmaya B'Kal B'noi. Rav Shmaya said in Kal Nibboi. Shivrei Klei Cheres Nivloim B'Mkoimam. There was a big nace. They would cook the meat of the Kachi Kachim in an earthenware Klee. And the Klee would absorb the flavor of the Kachi Kachim. And what happens after one day? That flavor in the kli becomes noisar. And you can't use the kli anymore. What do you do with the kli cheres that becomes treif? Torah says you have to break it. There's no way. You can't toggle in the mikveh. You can't put it in a fire. Nothing. So they would break the kli. And what would happen? Right over here, there's a, hole, there's a, a, a spot right on this side of the mizbeach. And here's a picture of it. This, by the way, I don't know that we need it, but I printed it. Here's the 11 Amma where, where Klai Yisrael stood, the Yisraelim stood. Okay, then that's out of the way. This is the Truman Sadeshin that we spoke about yesterday. We're going to speak about it again now. But here's the picture. There's a shovel made out of silver, and he has a whole bunch of ashes, and he pours it right here on this square. And it just miraculously, according to Rashi at least, other Yishonim argue with Rashi about this particular Truma Sadashim, but every day it would just disappear into the ground. And the same thing, Shivri Klecheres, they would put the Shivri Klecheres right over here on this thing, disappeared. Nace. So that's a massive nace. If you saw that, you wouldn't believe it. I don't know. Yeah, but it seems like, because look, well, let's go weiter. It seems like it was there. V'omar Mura v'noitza. So Mura v'noitza, you have this right over here. This they say, I don't remember if it's exactly, it was, the Gemara says, Rabbi Yechon says that this, you had to have tremendous amount of power in your hand. You had to be a, like a pitcher. They would take the Mura, this is a noitza, this is the feather attached to it. It's like the neck with the feather attached to it is the zepek. The question is if this is the rest of it also, but this is the innards of the bird. I'm talking about the oiler bird, they would remove this, and he would be standing right over here, 
Remember, here's the Kayan doing his, his Avaida over here on this corner, and you toss it 30 Amas or so, because this is from here to this corner is 32 Amas, you toss it, and it's a very lightweight thing, he was able to toss it and hit that, that hole over there where it disappears. So that was one of the Avedis Kashis, I think. But it definitely says in the Gemara that Rebbe said they had a lot of Kayach, it took a lot of strength to do. Who says this? The, but look over, for, to me it seemed like over here, look. Okay, maybe not. They're saying that in the Masifta it says that the Klicheris just was absorbed anywhere. It's interesting. Varabaya, Mura, the crop, the and the and the and the wing, the feathers. Vidishun Mizbeh Apnimi. So here, this is the Mizbeh Apnimi, right? This is the Ktaris Mizbeh. Where's uh, Eli's Mizbeh? I don't know. Okay, fine. Eli Ehrman made one also. But on top, the Ktaris, this is where you make the Ktaris, and you have to clean it off. You have to clean it out. And you take the ashes and you put it into that hole. Where do you put that? That for sure you put over here. Yeah, that's no Shiloh. I don't have the Menorah. Menorah is over there. You want to bring it? Bring it. Why not? So they cleaned out the Menorah. It says. Okay, I think, I believe this is the Menorah. Beautiful Menorah. Once we have it, we might as well use it. Every day they have to clean out the wicks. Wow, it even has wicks, this uh, model. I don't know if you can see. Not, not, no. They had to light it. Says the Gemara. So we have a problem. You just gave me a list of ten, and here's two more, or more. There's all the all the things that are are absorbed into the ground. Says the Gemara. There's the three that we discussed. The Oimer, the Shtei Alechem, the Lechem Aparim. All the breads. That never had a psul are considered one. Don't consider them three. Hashvinu v'chad. So apik tray. Vayel tray. So you took, you made from three, you made it one. So now we have, we just opened up room for two more. And you just inserted two. Yachi bloom nami treyavu. The cheres, the earthenware that gets absorbed in the ground. And the foods that get absorbed, that's two. Make that one. It's one nace. Once you see one thing getting disappearing in the ground, you don't need to see this and this and that. You, you understand the miracle. It's a miracle. You can't believe it. So you go, oh, oh, did you see the meat get absorbed? No. Oh, so I don't believe it. It's, uh, you saw, what's the difference? If you see this, you see that. It's all the same. You should be machshavit as one, so now you're missing one. There's more. When they took the lechem upon him, when they ate it, it was as hot as when they put it in the week before on Shabbos, eight days ago. It had heat to it. All right? Mokoim Oroin Enoi Minamido. This is, ow, it's heavy. This is the Oroin. Or at least uh, a model of one. It's interesting, it comes off. So, the Mokoim Oroin. The Oroin is two and a half by one and a half. 
It even has the luchas inside. Oh, no, the shibri doesn't have it, but it goes from side to side, as you see. Okay, here. Two and a half amas by one and a half amma. Didn't take up any space. In other words, if you were to measure the the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Aran is right over here. Right in here. Here's the Aran. And this whole area is 20 by 20. So if you were to measure from the end of the Aran to the wall, you'd find 10 Amas. And the other side to the wall, 10 Amas. Here's a picture. These are the Kruvim. I guess he wants people to, to feel it and see it. Anyway... From here to here, the blue is 20. And if you go from the wall and the yellow to the iron is 10. You go from the, from the wall to the iron is 10. The space, as we said before, when it comes to these things, there's no, it's all relative. Space is relative. When it comes to Kedusha, you don't, you don't, there's no space. So this is a beautiful vart that when it comes to Torah, the iron is the Torah. It has the Luchas, that's the Torah. Taira doesn't take up any space. In other words, if you learn Taira and mashkia and Taira, you spend time in Taira, don't worry about it. It's not going to take away from your Parnasa, from the Gashmias. That's the word I like. That's the one I remembered. All right. V'omar Ravnoi Omar Shmuel. Kruvim b'neis ha'yu'aimdim. Now there's another Kruvim in addition to this. We're not talking about these Kruvim that came together, if Kleist was in peace and went away, that was a nace. There's another two Kruvim that Shleim HaMelech made. And they went from side to side, from here to there, each one. Each wing was five Amas. Right? So imagine my arm is a wing, plus I have a body and another wing. So five plus five is ten, times two is twenty. What about my, from my shoulder to shoulder? A bird has shoulders. It has, here you can even see in here. There's a little bit of body going on here. The wings don't come out from one spot. So how is it possible that the bird, these crew that Shlomo Melch made, were each one was 10 amas, just the wings. What about their body? So you see from here, there's a nace. It didn't take up any room. Says the Gemara, Nisei devaroi kochashiv. When there's a nace on the outside, we talk about it. Nisi the Gavoy, the Kachashev, all the Nisim, all anything that happened inside here, inside this room, we're not going to discuss. Says the Gemara, Yachi. Listen, Nisim that Klai Yisrael sees and is familiar with. Yachi, Lacham Aponim, Nami Nisi the Gavoyu. Lacham Aponim, the whole Shulchan is inside, and you, you counted it as, as it was warm on the next week. Lacham Aponim, Nisi the Broyu. No. It's an outer nace. What does it mean? You're saying that a shulchan, this shulchan right over here, can be makabal tuma. If somebody touches it, it can be makabal tuma. Not true. This parasha, sponsored, sponsored for for and all the Niftarim and Miron and Refur Shleimah for all those still in the hospital need a Refur Shleimah and a Nechama for all the Mishpachas. I don't know how many Yisraelim there are, but there must be a lot. I don't know if the number is 100. It's, it's a crazy amount of new Yisraelim. One person had nine children, right? 
It's unbelievable. All right. Zog to Gemara. This shulchan is not meant to move. It's a kliyates. Now, it's, Rashi points out, Taisus points out, as we'll see in a second, this shouldn't be mekavotuma. The question is, why is it not mekavotuma? It has, it's layered, the outside is, is gold. And gold is mateches, mateches mekavotuma, even if it's not meant to move. Rashi says, so this Taisus, since the Pasuk calls it, Eight, Kli eight, even though it's actual metal, it's considered Kli eight. But it's not Mekavu Tumah. In other words, if there's a dead body in another room, and the window is open into this room, then the Tumah flies into this room, makes this whole room Tumah. But if you put a piece of wood on the window, and the wood never moves, then it's able to stop the window, plug up the window. So this Shulchan should not be Mekavu Tumah. Why is Makabal Tumah? They lift up the Shulchan and they bring the Shulchan, which was right over here on the side, they bring it over here to the door. They're not going to take it out because it belongs in the Eichel. But they'll bring it to the door. They'll say, Shalom Aleichem, look at this bread, look at the steam. It says in the Rishonim, I believe. The steam coming out. Kaisro was able to see that it's still hot. So Memela, once they're moving it, even though it's once a year, then it becomes Dovar Metaltel. It's meant to be moved, so therefore it's Mekabal Tumah. Look how much HaKadosh Baruch loves you. It remains hot. Look at the HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chiba. Look, you came to Beis HaMikdash on the first day of Yom Tov. You're all excited. You had all this enthusiasm. It dies off after a few days. It keeps on going down, down. To you is exactly like the first day. The first day you put it in, it's hot. That's how it stays forever. You don't have more nisim. He planted trees. You're not allowed to plant trees in the base of English. He planted trees that gave off gold, golden fruit. Now, if you saw, your mother always said, you know, money doesn't grow in trees. Over here you have a tree that grows money. So isn't that a pretty big nice? Pretty nice. I had this chus to learn with uh, Noam the Shabbos. And I asked him, why does it say, Take a ladder, go up to the tree and pick your fruit. Why does it say in the Gemara that when the wind came and blew off the fruit, okay, they used to fall off. Why do you need to wait for the wind? So he said very good. I think it's Emes Abshat. There's 24 Mishmaris. So if you take a ladder and take the fruit, so you're going to take a ladder and grab all the gold. You have to wait until HaGosh Baruch Hu sends a wind, and whatever falls for you, that's what falls. That's what's good for you. Nice pshat. Shneemar, Yirash Kalvanim Piryoy. When the Goyim, imagine the Goyim come in there, what, they're going to get all the free gold? Yavash. It dried up. Shneemar, Ufarach Levanin Umlal. Is going to bring back this golden fruit. So, what are we going to do? We have more. We have more nisim. We have the nest of all this gold. Says Anything that's permanent is not on the list, and that might be the idea that. There's a lot of nisim. Every minute of our life is a nice. But we don't care anymore. 
it's, it's such a nice, it happens every minute. Does anybody sit here and marvel over their heart beating every second? No. Rabbi Vigna Miller says, and in Kriyas uh, Yamsov, there's one nase that the water went like this, and there was three million nisim that the heart keeps on going like this. Why would the heart do this? That's a nase. But nobody cares, because we're so used to it. So a nase kavua, you become so used to it, yeah, okay, fine. So we want to show nisim that keep on happening. He says, Gemara, hashdas is lachi. If you're already going to say that answer, aron kruvim nami, nisim dikvininu. The aron and the kruvim, they're there. It, it, you saw it once, your grandfather saw it, okay, so it doesn't take up room. Shine, no. It's not impressive. Omar the, 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 the lechem upon him is every week. It's a new nace, it's a new bread. Omar Bashana marocha. What? There was, there was smoke that came out of this mizbeach. Um, There's five things that it said about the fire. It had a shape of a lion. And it was clear like the sun. Imagine. Fire that you could feel. Literally feel. You can't go like this. Not put your hand through it. Do a trick. It would stop. It's like hitting stone. It had the ability to consume moist wood. Just like it had the ability to consume dry wood. And it didn't have smoke, it says. There's different fires. The one that was brought by human beings that had smoke. Who sent his own fire, but you also be part of it, bring your own fire. That fire had smoke. Why are you telling me that the fire on the Mizbech had a shape of a lion? It had a shape of a dog. The question is there's only one animal in the entire Torah that you're not allowed to trade in for a carbon, and that is Mechir Kelev, a dog. Dog is terrible for the Mizbech. So, punk, that one thing you can't put on the death, it had a shape of a dog. Says the Heilig Shah that the first Mizbech was made by Shlema Melech who came from Yehuda. And therefore, it would look like a lion. But the second Beis HaMikdash was built by the Persians, as we learned. And who built it? Kairish. And Kairish was like a, like a dog. He, he ate from, uh, he was nursed by a dog. And the Mela, maybe it's like a certain Akarsata, even though we don't bring Korbanis of, of dogs, uh, of Mechir Kel, of a trade of a dog, nevertheless, the fire looked like a dog to commemorate Kairish. Was there a fire at all? What? Fire came down from Shemayim? Look at his name. Aleph Yud Nun Yud Aleph. It goes, what is it called in English? Palindrome. So here's the Pasuk. This is talking about Binyan Beis HaMikdash. Akashbuch said, build me a house. I'm going to be happy with it. In red. That's how it says it. But we read it. That's the word. But it's missing a hey. To teach us it's missing hey things. Five things are missing just like it's missing the hey. What's missing? These are the differences between the first bites and second bites. This no longer in Bayesheni. Why? As we learned in Shkola, we mentioned it. Yoshio buried it. 
Shlomo Melech knew that it's eventually the Goyim are going to grab it. So he built a special hiding place in the base of Mikdash. We discussed in Shkolem where exactly the hiding place was. No more in base in Baisheni. Ukruvim. I'm sorry. Or Kapoyer is a Kruvim. That's one. All three. The Kruvim is part of it. Okay. Kapoyer is. Kapoyer is that one right over here. That one Tevach. Let's show it again. This is the Kapoyeris, right over here. Ushchina. Kushbach himself. Veruch HaKoydesh. Nevua. Veurim Vetumim. Urim Vetumim was in the Choshen. Koyin Gadol had all the, 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 the jewels, the, what are they called? The stones, precious stones. And in, underneath, there was a, a piece of cloth that had a Shem Hashem, and that would Give Klaistral answers. That they didn't have. Hmm? I missed the Aish? I missed Aish. Rabbi Isai, we want to go to Aish. This, uh, it's a plan. It's, a, it's, a, it's an idea. If you want to join us this Friday, we most likely will be at the Kaisal Amaravi because it's very, very viantive. And I mentioned I haven't been to the Kaisal in over a year. It's a tremendous tragedy. But many people came over and said, we haven't either been to the Kaisal, certainly because of COVID and everything. So we figured, let's do a live shear from the Kaisal. We'll all join. You could all join. You're all invited. We'll have a nice breakfast. Gary is going to be there. Gary hasn't been to the Kaisal in five years. He's a shtickle. We found out he's a shtickle satmer, whatever it is. He's, he's coming. He's coming. Bezer Shem will be there. All right. So Aish. Imagine breakfast on the rooftop of Aish or another place, looking over the Kaisal. Oh, not this Friday. Sorry, not this Friday. Erev, Erev Shavuos. Right. Erev Shavuos. Eish, 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 the fire didn't come down. So it says, fire didn't come down. Amri, yes, there was fire from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Siyulah Messiah, but it didn't help consume the flesh. There's six types of fires. There's a fire that eats solids, but not liquids. There's fires that eat liquids and not solids. The Gemara is going to explain. There's a fire that can do everything. And there's a fire to eat salads and moist. And there's fires that, are, that push away other fires. And there's fires that consume other fires. Regular fire in this world could only consume salads. You give it a little water, like a fire engine, bye-bye. If a person is sick, his... the Sorry, the choylem. person is sick, his... The, his inner fire consumes liquids, dries out, but not salads. Famous story with Eliyahu Navi, with the Baal, about the, the, he proved to them, he brought the, the carbon, he drenched it with water. The fire consumed everything. It says in the Pasuk, look at the Pasuk, it says, Eitzim, Avanim, Eitzim, Avanim, of course salads, Vesamayim, also the liquids, which was in the ditch over there, so much water in the ditch. This nice right over here. It could consume wood that's moist and dry. The Gavriel, we just had it in Psachim. Gavriel saved from by cooling it down inside, the, inside and consuming all the people around it with his fire. So the fire pushed off fire, by the Malachim told HaKadosh Baruch don't give, don't create man, 
And Akash Baruch Hu went with his finger and, tss, and he killed them. And Malachim are fire. So he destroyed the Malachim with his fire. Fire kills fire. We said that this plume of smoke was straight. Sukkot is about rain. We're down for the rain. So everybody wants to see what's going to be this year. So they wait to the last day of Sukkot. If the wind was towards the north, that means the it was blowing out of the south. If it's moving to the north, it's blowing from the south. That means there's a lot of grain coming. The owners of the orchards and everything, they were very sad because they're going to have way too much produce and they're going to have, they can't wait for high prices. They're going to give it away for nothing. So the Anim are happy. If the wind is, you see the smoke. But anyways, we're talking about the plume of smoke off the Mizbeach. And it's moving in different directions. You just told me it's straight like a, like a, uh, like a solid piece of steel. It doesn't move. It does move. It goes this way, that way, and we know. Okay, but the bottom line is, not If it goes towards the south, that means it came out of the north. So the Aniyim are very sad. Not a lot of rain. And therefore, they could make the prices high. If the plume of smoke went towards the east, that means it came out of the west. Everybody's happy. Because now it's hot and dry. So we have a kasha. You see that it moves. It is solid. It's nice and round. But it's like a palm tree which moves in the wind. It doesn't just fly everywhere like a regular smoke in a fire. Regular smoke goes everywhere. Here it's a nice, here it looks like this, but it'll go like this. Okay, but it's still a nice. It's nice and straight and goes like that. It doesn't, it's not mitpazer. How do you say mitpazer in English? It doesn't, it doesn't spread out. It Let's just finish the peric. We see the opposite. If it comes out of the east, it's great. And we just said, Mizrach is Hakos Mechim. But over here, why? Because Klapi Mizrach means that it came out of the west. Klapi Mairov, if it goes towards the west, everybody's sad. Why? Because it came out of the east. And now we're saying, Mizrach is great. Wind that comes from the north is great for wheat. And it's bad for the olives. Ruach and the wind from the from the south is bad for wheat when it when it has a third of it. The other is mizanchen choytim, and it's good for olives. Vorav Yosef, v'itayim marzutz. If you want to know what's what, v'simanach shulchan batzafan u'menor badarim. Look over here. In the kodesh kedoshin, the shulchan is on the northern side of the heichal. The menor is on the southern side. And maybe that's how you know south is good for for olives because the menor is made out of oil, olive oil. And the bread is made out of wheat. So northern winds are good for wheat. Now, this gives off good wheat, this gives off good owls. But the bottom line is, you see that the east is, doesn't bring any rain and it's very bad. Says the Gemara, the opposite of what we learned. East is good. We said before, east is bad like Asha. Depends where you live. 
If you live in Eretz Yisrael, you need a lot of rain. So a lot of rain is great. If you live in Bavel, where the, the, the ground is very moist, so rain is terrible. So it's very bad. It so depends where you are. Have a wonderful day. Hadrin Allah Shivas Yomim. Hadrin Allah Shivas Yomim. Hadrin Allah Shivas Yomim. Have a wonderful day. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>